news, commentary, technology, preparedness, and pop culture. From Nashville, Tennessee, the home of the Grand Ole Opry. I'm Jess, the straight Christian conservative one. And I'm Chris, a gay Buddhist libertarian. We will explore today's issues with opposing viewpoints. And sometimes feature guests with incredible or unique stories. We may say things differently. But in the end, this is Still, still love, love You, bro. bro. We've nailed it two weeks in a row. I think so. I love you, bro. Yeah, after COVID destroyed my ability to form sentences, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> you had it rough. Like, I did. I mean, I, I went back and listened to that show, and it was like, cough, yeah, cough. Yeah, and, I know. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, so. it's okay. Yeah, that's what it does. We move on. Moving on. Grant, wow. Grant, what are you doing? Are you standing, standing up? You're standing up he's for this doing, one? He's doing the standing desk trend. Standing desk. Oh, I wish we had him at work. I had one of those at my previous hint, hint. job. I, d- I had one. I had one at my previous job and standing desks. It was really nice. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> was being the it best was originally dance. being thrown away, but it worked. So anyway. Okay. Well, at any rate, so we promised you last week uh, a full on pop culture episode, and this is it. Woohoo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Welcome. I made that so awkward. <laughs> there, our you listeners did. don't know there was a Dove release when we introduced it her. You just great. didn't get to see it. Yeah. Um, so um, as we talked about last time, this episode we're going to talk about the Oscars, but we're going to talk about the winners, the losers, and and all we're the not going to talk about the slap heard around the world. We are right? not going to talk about that. Thank that you. is over with. Um, we will mention a couple things, like tiny things about it, but from the Grammys, because that actually happened, uh, last week. So we have, we have some things to catch up on. Um, so I'm going to go over the big awards that happened at the Oscars. So for best picture, well, actually we won't start with best picture. That's, that's the last one. We got to wait for that. Um, so, excuse me, they... A lot of things controversial to me, well, not controversial. Let me take that back. A lot of things, um, Billie Eilish won her first Oscar. Who is that? William Eilish? Yeah. I'm the bad guy. Duh. I'm the bad guy. Oh, gosh. This is pop culture. No. Oh, I will show you later. Anyway, she won for No Time to Die. They actually recorded that song and wrote it all in their tour bus. So they had to kick everybody off and turn off the engine so that it would be quiet in there while she was on tour for the new James Bond movie. Um, let me look. I just don't want to give away the big ones. Best animated feature, shocking Encanto. I have not seen this movie. I was about to say, I ain't watched it. But I'm I know the song from it, just like Frozen. You know the song from it. And we don't talk no, about don't. Bru- we don't talk about Bruno. You haven't What's heard that song? song? We don't talk about Bruno. No, no. You've never heard of that? No. Wow, you are so lucky, dude. <laughs> um, best cinematography went to uh, Dune, which was not uh, surprising. Uh, best adapted screenplay went to a uh, film called Coda, which I'll talk about here in a minute. <clears throat> yeah, I saw um, stuff about that. That was pretty neat. I. This Oscars, I actually got very emotional during this Oscars because the best actor in a supporting role uh, was Troy uh, Kotzer, who won for CODA. CODA is a term for um, kids that live in a family that they are able hearing, but their family is deaf or their parents are deaf. That is the term for a child that has deaf parents, but they are they can hear is CODA. Isn't that, that like be a really Grateful stressful. Dead album? It's also a musical term. Yeah, Coda is like a like come back here. Essentially, it's a it's a repeat. Um, like Grateful element. Dead had an album named Coda, right? I guess I don't know. So, I know it's a musical term. Troy Kutzer, 
Um, he won for best supporting uh, actor. Um, that made me teary eye because he got up there and obviously signed his speech as well as most of the crowd was doing um, the applause hands for sign language instead of clapping, I which saw was that. very that emotional was really to nice. me just because I was like, wow. Um, Wait, speaking of pop culture and sign language, I want to interject. I saw this cool news article where this lady in, I think it was Florida, they were having this government press conference and this lady showed up and was like, I'll sign for you. And oh, so yeah. she's on TV, like just signing nonsense the oh, yeah, entire yeah. time. Yeah, she was so many of those yeah. videos. That's what I just thought of um, when you were waving your hands. So best actress in a supporting role was Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. She is the first, I believe, open uh, LGBTQ um, woman to accept an Academy Award. I believe. I, I might have that wrong. It was something like that. I thought you were about to say Ariana Grande. No, definitely not. Um, best actor in a leading role. Well, we'll do best actress first. Best actress was Jessica Chastain for The Eye of Tammy Faye. I will say I was really hoping that Kristen Stewart was going to win this one for Spencer. She played uh, Princess Diana. I've seen parts of both. I've not watched the full things. Um, but I do think that her performance was the best that she's ever done. And not saying she's not going to get any better, but it was just, it was really, really good in the parts that I have seen of it. Um, but both actresses were really good. Best actor in a leading role, Will Smith. <laughs> Got a standing ovation. I'm not gonna made say me really something. upset. What was it for again? Uh, King Richard. So he played, um, he played Serena and Venus Williams, the famous tennis player's dad. And it was the story of how he built them, basically. Mm. Um, I do have to say, uh, I do not think that he should have won for this film. I think he should have won a long time ago with the Seven Pounds movie or the Pursuit of Happiness movie. Both of those were very, very good. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, the Pursuit of Happiness. He didn't win for those. That's such a, such a and, sad movie. Um, wow. I believe that this year that Andrew Garfield should have won for Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, that was one of the best. I've watched the whole thing several times. It was one of the best performances as being a person in a musical, uh, he became Jonathan Larson. And I, from the beginning, I've always just knows cause I've said it so many times yeah. that I think he yeah. should have won. Um, he also like his mom just passed away this past year, like right before production started. So that's why he kind of like was able to put the emotion that he was able to into it. Um, best I can't, yeah, you're right. He really should have won for yeah. the pursuit of happiness. I, that's, yep. I can't believe he didn't. Yep. Um, and then best director, this was very, uh, I was very surprised, but it was the, for, uh, Jane Cam uh, camp, sorry, campion for the power of the dog. Um, that was the movie that your parents watched that said it was a really terrible Western. Yeah. Uh, I have not watched it, but I've read the synopsis of it and it is not a movie that I would enjoy. Did you watch it? No, I was going to say, I've heard of another terrible Western, but we'll never get to see it. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, oh, look at you! <laughs> oh my freaking, gosh! What was her name? Kath, not Kathy Griffin. Amy, but Amy Schumer. Schumer. Amy, our local Amy Schumer here. So the the award for best picture, I will say. So um, Liza Minnelli, who is uh, Judy Garland's daughter, um, she obviously is suffering. Liza Minnelli. Liza L I Z A. <laughs> Liza Minnelli. Judy Garland from The Wizard of Oz. Yes, it's her daughter. It's her daughter. Yes, yeah, she was in Cabaret. I should have. My mom's a huge Oz Wizard of Oz fan. I should have known that. So, but she and Lady Gaga came out to present the award for Best Picture. Uh, Liza really doesn't know where she is. I think she suffers from dementia or Alzheimer's or something. So they put her out there to 
present it because it was some anniversary at Cabaret. Um, but Lady Gaga's trying to cover for her, you know, being like, we're going to present the nominees. And How all old stuff. is she? She's probably in her 90s. Okay. She's pretty wow. old. Wow. Um, but um, Lady Gaga hands her the envelope. And, you know, they just read the nominees. Normally, there's a very big dramatic, like, pause while they're reading it. Well, Liza doesn't know what's going on. So she just opens it. And she just goes, Coda. And you just see all the people in Coda's faces just, like, drop. And everybody stands up and starts doing the the um, oh, deaf well. clap. Yeah. And that's, like, Jess saw me when I came in. Like, mm. I was crying because they all got up there. And I'm crying right now thinking about it. Just everybody just decided to put everything else away. We're not going to clap like we normally do. There were people clapping still. But 90% of the audience was doing the deaf hand clap which was, it just was very impactful to me. Um, and it was a small film. It was the first film uh, from a streaming service to win an Oscar for Best Picture. Oh, wow. um, it was off of Apple TV, which is a very big deal because uh, as we know, you know, cinema is kind of going away from movie Shifting. theaters. Shifting, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it used to be a, it used to be a, um, like a requirement that you're to be up for an Academy Award, you had to put it in so many cinemas in a big city and all this stuff. And now obviously those regulations have changed. So it's going to give access to a lot of smaller studios being able to, you know, put their movies in there, whether they get nominated or not to have them, you know, have more. Yeah, opportunity well, you know, to the, that. the hotbed for churning out movies is obviously all the streaming services. They're yeah. hiring so many actors, oh, yeah. so many producers. It's crazy. That's where all the jobs are. You're not going to get it. You know, Hollywood job. You're going to go to a streaming service to get to get started. Yeah. You know, or you're going to work in a production company that does Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I like Squid yeah. Games. Yeah. So the next topic that we're going to talk about is uh, movies that we did not realize are coming out. Now, this is not this year. This is just in general. Um, and then we'll move on to the Grammys. I, I'm not going to lie. If I hear Fast and Furious 10, I'm it's not. Walk out that's this not room. on this list. I can <laughs> tell you that. So the first they just need to let that brand. Die. The first movie is they're making a Mario movie. That is going to be animated. It is going to start. What? It's going to start Chris Pratt as Mario. What? Yeah, that's I ridiculous. A lot of big celebrities. I don't know how it's going to go. Um, apparently, there's going to be a Gladiator two. That is going to have flashbacks of Maximus, who's the main character, um, but Russell Crowe will be coming back for it. Then we are going to have a new Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, oh really? What, unfortunately, we're like, what not, is all this flashback? You kind of like. Here's the thing: thing. the Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be an all-female cast. Oh, okay. And I'm Why? not saying that I'm not excited about that. That would be pirate pirates. Yes, but it's just like that's Johnny Depp's thing. Like, don't yeah. don't. Uh, Leave whatever. the man in his jar. We will, alone. Right. I will. I will forbid judgment until we know if the movie is good or not. But exactly. if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. That I was agree. Like, didn't they do a Ghostbusters? Yes, with it, all was that? it was terrible. Okay. It was terrible. Oh, yeah, not that, that we're saying terrible. women are not good actors. No, no it's just when it's forced. Like when the, it's, here's the, all women, all men. Can, like, I don't know. If they They're, were to make another Pirates of the Caribbean, it's just it's not the first one. First couple were good. Now we're on like Pirates of the Caribbean eight. Why do we have to keep remaking this? It's kind of like you know, Fast it's and like, Furious. It's, it's burnt out. It's le I hope it's not one of those, like, how Ghostbusters was, was let's just replace the characters with women. Like, are you, don't do that. Whatever. If it's an original story yep. and there's a reason that you can clearly narratively define where the reason that's all they're all women here, it's like, okay, fine. But if it's just all women 
as as a donation to the woke movement, then I'm not even going to consider seeing it. It's just if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. I'll say it again. But if it's not, it's it's hilarious that they're sacrificing all this money in order to just get chewed up by the machine. So so the next film, which I'm going to ask a question on about about it after uh, I announce it, Tron Three. Okay, now I can get into that. When did wait 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 when did we have a Tron Two? That's a good point. Hold up. It didn't do well. But where is it? Direct it to DVD. Yeah. <laughs> was it really? I think, I think so. it was just. I'm Googling. Oh, it, it just came out in Blockbuster when they shut down. I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't even know they did. I knew a that. Tron 2? I knew that they were in plans to make one. But it. Because I remember when it first came out, that's what I was looking at a couple years later. And it said that they were, they were going to do it. And then it got shut down by Disney. Now, I, I've heard a lot about Tron. I saw it. But. I haven't. I saw it when I was young enough. I really didn't appreciate it. And I've actually seen. I know. I've seen a lot of people that have made almost like documentaries on it on on the the new movie because it is the new movie, like the new Tron. There was an old Tron. Yes. But it was so far ahead of its time in so many ways. Yep. And the narratives are also fantastic. And so it was a such an underrated movie back when it came out. And fun fact about the original Tron from like the eighties, it was actually considered for an Academy award, but it was one of the first movies to use like primarily computers to make it. So they said it didn't count because it wasn't a real movie. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like that's literally what that was. So but that's, the first Tron, that's some sort also, of uh, irony there. Also <laughs> Disney world uh, is revealing a Tron ride. It's going to be the Tron cycle um, <laughs> coming next year. I believe they have it in Japan. It looks super cool. So Tron three is coming out. Apparently um, disenchanted. I don't know if y'all have ever seen enchanted it has Amy Adams uh, and Patrick Dempsey in it. And it's just a really, yeah, okay. it's a really that's cute the one movie. Where they come from the, the like cartoon and and then she comes and she's a princess in she's New York in real City. Life. Yeah, yes. they're making a sequel to that. That's I'm really excited. Cool. I hope that's good. Um, they're making a Now You See Me three. That is the magician. Okay. I'm so excited. Great. The that. fact about that, I am so excited. Yeah, now. it's. I'm, I'm excited as well. Um, I, I didn't see the original ones, but I've seen you clips from them, and I've heard them. they're really good. They're very. It good. is so good. They're very good. I watched those um, movies over like Tim Blue Bones. They're I'm making. Sorry. A new Clue movie that will star Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman. With those two, I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. Okay. Yes. It won't be Tim Curry, but it'll be close. There's a lot of films being done right now. Um, I just got so excited. Another sequel that is coming out and is actually Joaquin Phoenix's first sequel he's ever done in his career, Joker 2. So they're going to have another Joker movie. I'm excited about that. I don't know if I agree with that just because... The first one was so good that I'm like, just leave it alone. Well, you never know. They may top it, you know. I know. You never know. I love the amount of improv in the Joker movie. Because here's the thing with that stuff. It you it's almost like to me, it would almost be like Rogue One. Yep. If they do it good. Because it's like Rogue One did that whole tie back to the original series in a way that just made your jaw drop. If they can do that with Joker, yep. that would be fantastic. Well, that and this next film that I'm going to bring up is also going to be an example of that. Um, so the next film that is announced is Sherlock Holmes 3 with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. What is everybody in Hollywood's involved like in currently producing a film now? I like, just have to cow. say, so this film was supposed to be made in 2016, but that was in the height of when jo- Robert Downey Jr. was being Iron Man, so he could not step away to do it. 
and now they're finally coming back to do it. Mm. Guy Ritchie is not the director. He directed the first two. But the first two Sherlock Holmes, so Sherlock Holmes and then Sherlock Holmes' Game of Shadows were the first two that they made. And that sequel is one of the best that I, like, written that is as good as the original, if not better. It's kind of like Toy Story. Toy Story 2, iconic, great film, like, is as equally good as Toy Story 1. Like I think all the Toy Stories are great. I really enjoy them all. So, and then the last one that was on the list is there will be a Beetlejuice 2 in which Michael Keaton will be a part of, and he wants to come back and do it. I don't know if that one should be touched. I don't either. That's kind of a classic. It's kind of like if they were like, let's remake Goonies. I would be so mad. I would be livid. Now, here's the thing. Now, it's not a remake, though. This is a two. So it's following the same well, footsteps. Well, they say it's like they say that, but you don't know. know. Um, what about, hold on, the actor that's stepping out from acting. Um, oh, we're going to talk about that. Okay, I'll yeah. wait. Um, so as we continue talking about acting, unfortunately, um, so Bruce Willis, unfortunately, is having to retire from acting. Um, he has come out and said that he has aphasia. Um, and what that does is it, I've I've kind of researched it, not a ton, but I, to get a, a little bit of an understanding. It is actually, get, it's the part of your brain that understands language, like how you learn language. And so basically here soon, he will not be able to understand, like he, he can look at you and listen to what you're saying, but it's all going to sound like gibberish and he's not going to be able to comprehend what or is being talk. said. And then his, his talking ability will also go away. Um, a lot of people have said that he's done a lot of smaller B, you know, B films lately just to get enough money to be set for him and his family now, by the time that he, well, you think about now it. Does he, it, a, does it affect his understanding of language or does it just yes, affect his speech? Both. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So it's just really sad. Um, Bruce Willis, uh, obviously a really a really good actor, and it's really sad that that's how you know if your career is about memorizing lines and delivering them, and now he's not going to even be able to do that. Um, They've got you know, to successfully. usually that condition is caused by something else. Yeah, that's they, a that's a um, that's a not a condition, but a um, it's a it's a it's a, a symptom. symptom yeah. yeah. So maybe they'll at least put him in films, but but not with the speaking role. I mean, uh, he said he's retiring wow. altogether. Um, and then there was another retirement announcement this week uh, that not a lot of people have been talking about. Um, but the famous Jim Carrey what no. uh, has announced that he is retiring from acting. Um, he may do he may do smaller roles. Um, but he said that he is pretty much done. Uh, I think a lot of it too. His girlfriend was killed. I don't know if you remember that. That was probably like eight-ish years ago. Um, his girlfriend was killed. I believe it was in a car accident, and he went through a lot with that. And he continued to act and and to do to do you know his career and make it good and all of that. But he also has always been the most truthful person about Hollywood um, and how he you know, perceive he's the most real about it. And he kind of points out the, you know, kind of the BS that is going on in Hollywood. So, um, I'm very sad to see him retire because he is a funny comedian and a funny actor and a serious actor as well. Um, but you know, if you think about it, the last film that he did was Sonic the Hedgehog one and two, 
<laughs> so oh you know and jess and i watched the truman show a couple weeks ago and i love that movie i love i love old jim carrey like liar liar that's a great movie um yes man i love that movie i watched that as a kid all the time but they're just he hasn't been the same i think ever since that accident happened and i think he's just not happy with what he's doing and he's just like i want to go live my life and be happy which i'm like cool go do it so those are the two um retirements that we've heard of well, um, it's not like they're also Betty White and going to act until they're, you know, they're not. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that that's those actors that are around that long are kind of rare. I mean, I think you should, you know, do some films and at some point you've got to retire. It's not easy, obviously, doing that job. And I don't know. I, I It shocks me, though, because he's not that old, right? He's in his 60s. No, really? Yeah, he doesn't yeah, look like oh, it, yeah. does he? He doesn't oh, wow. look like you, it at all. You can tell. You're starting to tell with him, but, you know. Especially so, if you go and watch one of his older films and then, like, look at him now. Yeah. I mean, he, he looks pretty good, but he's also, you know, celebrity. You got access to people to make you look good. So, um, not saying that, that he is doing that if he's not. So, we're going to oh, move you know on. We're going to move on to the Grammys. So, the Grammys were last week. Um, and what an interesting... Um, I didn't watch it. I just listened to it because I'm not a big... I love the Oscars because I love films, but I'm not a big Grammys person. Um, there were a lot of jokes about comedians coming up and presenting awards. Oh and God. one guy got up there with a giant helmet on and was like, <laughs> they forced me to wear this if I had to present because I'm a comedian. Oh, wow. Um, they made lots of jokes about it and jabs at it, um, which I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Like, yeah. lighten the situation, I guess, if that's what you want to do. Uh, record of the year was Leave the Door Open with Silk Sonic and Bruno Mars. Um, song of the year was the same song. Um, album of the year, I actually don't even know this this guy, but We Are by John Bats, Batsy. I don't know how to say his name. Um, the best new artist was Olivia Rodrigo. She's the one that sang the fit popular driver's yeah. license song. Um, her song Driver's License won best pop solo performance. Um, Kiss Me More by Doja Cat uh, won for best pop duo or group performance because she did it with uh, SCZ. I don't know how to say it. Uh, best traditional pop vocal album was uh, Love for Sale with Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Best pop vocal album was Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Best dance recording was Alive. I'm not even going to try and pronounce this person's name because it's a little crazy. Is it in Spanish? Is that why it's hard to pronounce? You know, I thought we left that behind last week. I thought we got rid of this <laughs> I was issue. actually trying to find a way to bring that Never back. Gonna let, thank you, Never going to let it go. The best rap album is mm-hmm. Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the creator. Best rap performance, Family Ties, Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. And best rap song was Jail by Kanye West and Jay-Z. That made me really happy because I loved the Donda uh, album. And I'm trying to see if there was anything else on this list because, oh, um, another thing that we didn't talk about but I will hear in a second, best rock performance was Making Fire by the Foo Fighters. Best rock song was Waiting on a War by the Foo Fighters. And best rock album was Medicine at Midnight by the Foo Fighters. Wow. Um, If you have not heard the Foo Fighters um, drummer, uh, unfortunately, overdosed about two weeks ago. um, And they were supposed to go on their farewell tour. 
the last couple months, and now obviously that is being called off. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they won all those albums, all those awards for their new stuff is really cool. Um, Something that was very interesting. Well, actually, let me talk about this first, and then we'll talk about that. Um, For the first time ever, there was a winner for the musical theater album, winner of the year, that originated from TikTok. And the winners of this award were Emily Bear and Abigail Barslow. And they're just regular people like you and me that over the pandemic and while they were studying in school, they wrote and made videos of the unofficial Bridgerton musical. And they won a Grammy last night for their, for their musical, for the, their music students. And that's, that's crazy. Like I just imagine myself like being a theater major in college and like writing something and then we're at the Grammys and you have a Grammy in your hand. And like wow. Like interconnected the world is now. Exactly. Exactly. So something else that was very interesting. Um, I don't know why. Well, I I do know why, but um they decided to broadcast a video, pre recorded video from the president of Ukraine being like music unites us. Unite us, Ukraine, yeah, and all this stuff. That. I just thought that was very interesting to put in an award show. I think there um, was a, um, it was really cool because I believe there was some sort of Ukrainian band uh, that at some point there was a, a, a U.S. band that was playing a concert, and they were playing at the same time, and they kind of did like a live stream back and forth, and they were like, you know, we're we're playing here, and they're in Kiev. And so yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I yeah, I, I think any publicity for um, uh, Vladimir is um, it's great. So um, yeah, it's just it's award season right now, and so that's pretty much all that we got since you know Chris Rock and Will Smith took over our lives for two weeks. So that's <laughs> that's pretty much all we have on that one because. I don't really have anything else. Like I said, the Grammys made so many jokes about it that it's just like, it's going to be a part of our everyday lives it's a, now. It's a horse It's a meme. Dead. I mean, there's already memes of him like re- rearing back. <laughs> I think so. the funniest was one where it showed there's a, there is a Family Guy episode where it's the point of view of the person on stage and Peter Griffin runs up and slaps the guy. And it's like, this is what Chris yep. Rock saw moments oh before. Yeah, so, saw but no, it's like, it's truly like, that's what he saw. So, um, but yeah, so uh, I don't think I have anything else for pop culture. I wish I did. Um, but that's about all I have for today. We'll have kind of a shorter episode this time just because that's all I got, I guess. Cool. Wow. Very that's, good. Uh, and, but don't let that minimize the fact that there was you know, uh, three weeks worth of pop culture news happening that we compacted into that little short show. That's well, great. yeah. You know, something kind of pop culture that I realized just now, the solar eclipse was six years ago, and now I feel old. That was six years ago? That was six years no ago. No way. How, yeah, because, I mean, we met four years ago. I know. That's weird. Wow. That was middle school. I found my glasses in my personal vehicle, like in the. I was cleaning out the center console and I was digging and found some stuff. And at the bottom were the the solar eclipse glasses. Not, no, that was six years ago. That makes it was sense. Twenty eighteen. Is that six years? That's four, Grant. Yeah, it was twenty eighteen. I know. I, this I know. Post I looked at said six. I know so. who I was dating then. Trust, so trust, it was. It was. Trust everything on the 2018. internet. Twenty eighteen. 
That's kind of the life I'm stuck Trust everything oh, wait, no, on Facebook. I'm sorry. I apologize. It was 2017. Okay, so we're... we're it was fall of 2017. Five years. How about we Google this? That way we're not... It was fall uh, of 2017. Five years. Let's just say five years. It was I in August. You that, I, I met you, you that, that spring. It was really cool. I remember that. Listen, this is how really I neat. this is how I figure out time for things. It's either BJ before Jess or oh gosh. AJ after Jess. <laughs> No, can we? Uh, can, <laughs> Hold we on, let's, can we cut that? I didn't that? realize. Nope. I didn't realize. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh! Let's dive into this no. a little bit more. No, no. <laughs> Golly, I'm sorry. Babe. I'm sorry. Spanish. <laughs> anyway, after that lovely, um, <laughs> um, so the eclipse. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, like. Freaking five years ago. I actually um, loser. The, our our house, my parents' house at the time, was like right in the middle of the center of the of the eclipse. It was five years. So. What? Yeah. In what do you mean in the middle of the eclipse? Like the big circle that came across the United States. Yeah. We were in the center of. Oh, like on the line. So no, no, the center. So literally, it came like past Nashville. Yeah. And it's, it's so if you drew it on a map, the entirety would just be a big, you know big bold line but yeah. it was a circle because that's the shadow of the moon so we would have oh, we were, were at one point we were middle. in the center of that and so you could see a 360 degree sunrise all around us that sounds really it was cool amazing I, I drove i drove all the way back to middle tennessee for that and the traffic was horrible because everybody wanted to drive down to nashville to see it but we had a better view <laughs> right in our little subdivision on 109 yeah and you didn't have to wear the glasses right we did yes you still have to wear the glasses i'm kind of proud oh. because that was eighth grade year for me and i was in journalism and the picture i took of the solar eclipse is the picture on the front of the yearbook and i'm happy oh that's awesome grant i didn't know that that. i was at my school and i remember i walked out of our like cafeteria and like because we were all meeting in like the main like courtyard area of our school and uh you know we're like looking up we're like we don't see anything it's not any different like and then the first thing that the professor says when we get there he's like do not look at the sun i know it looks (laughs) normal but it is actually burning your retinas way more than normal and we're like ah Wish you would have told us that like back after <laughs> we got done. We came after outside. we got done eating our pizza. Thanks, bro. No, so. I remember us all laying out on the football field watching it. Honestly, great day. It I was have a, a story for you, Chris, because I think you were a, the person in this room that would appreciate this a lot. So, um, I have a new job now. Uh, I cannot disclose what this job is. It's a part of my contract. It is a golf course. I will say that just so you know, I'm working in golf. Apparently, run by the Secret Service. Yes, I know. <laughs> Uh, for the president plays? No. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, um, no, that was oh, fun fact. Donald, Donald Trump had his first hole in one last week, just letting y'all know. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. Wow. Non-political. He had his first hole in one. That's cool for anybody. Wow, yep. he finally did something. So, um, but... This is so, a pop culture episode. So the story Re- the story that I was going to tell you... The yeah, story she's I was telling tell me you, a story, guys. Um, so... My one of the girls I work with, she has a dog, and his name is Rob Lowe, which I think is hilarious because I'm just like, that's a great name for a dog, like Rob Lowe. And so, um, I was like, yeah, you know, I was talking to her about about how my mom has always loved Rob Lowe, like ever since he was in The Outsiders and like all these other movies. And she's like, 
she's like, he was in The Outsiders. And I was like, yeah, she's not a big film person. I said, yeah, like him and Tom Cruise and Patrick Swayze and all these people. And she's like, really? And I pulled up the picture. And I was like, I can't believe you didn't know like these people were in this movie. And she's like, yeah, it came out like 40 years ago. And I said, no, it didn't. It came out in the 80s. And she literally looked at me and she goes, yeah, that's like 40 years ago. And I looked at her and I yeah. was like, <laughs> this what? Is way and more impactful like, for Chris yeah, right now. It was impactful for me. And I was freaking born in 1997. And I'm like, that wasn't 40 years ago. It was just in the 80s. And she's like, yeah, that was, and the movie came out exactly 40 years from when we talked about it. It came out in like, uh, in 1983 or 82. And I'm like, great. I was like, wow. It's like awesome. But that's like the thing when we think about 10 years ago, what do you think about? I don't think about 2010. I I think about like early 2000s, like 2000 to 2005. Like that's what I think about. I don't think about 2010. Right. When you were six. Why can't we have an episode where you, you don't hate on every no, single I, thing I say? I know what you mean, though, because I think of... I'm thinking of those viewed, years, and I'm remembering my Lightning McQueen booster scene. Gosh, could you <laughs> chew that one up any four? <laughs> <laughs> um, I get what you're saying, though, because we saw 2000s content in 2010 yeah, yep. when, we could re- when we could actually watch it, like, yep. you know, like Nick at Night yep. and... And uh, boomerang that. and all I this, Carly. You know, yeah. Well, that was that was in that era. Well, we're talking about the we're older talking about stuff. four. Yeah, the I know that's stuff. like two thousand cartoons. Do you even know? Wait, wait. Do you even know what boomerang is? Yes, that was still a thing Thank when goodness. I was a child. What about like? Um, do you know like the shows like Very Cat, Odd Cat Dog? You know Cat Dog. Yeah. You know Cat Dog. Blues, what about Blues. Arnold? Um, Arnold. Hey Arnold. Yeah. What a, What's that other nineties show that it was like? Uh, the the cow and the rat. You know what, oh, what was that? Um, you know, uh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember it. He's not going to. Remy know it. is one. Is it Remy? Was one. I of don't names? remember. Taking back at the barnyard. No, no. no. I know it's a movie uh, though, but it's a no. good one. It was a show too. It was a show too. See, what's cool about me too is that I. So my brothers and sisters, my parents are divorced. My mom's side, my brother is five years younger than me. My sister's six years. And then on my dad's side, my sister is 10 years younger than me. And my brother's 11 years. So, like, I get all these generations. Like, I get to, I got to watch every show from each generation up to this point. Because I was forced to watch it with them. Like, that's just what it was. So, like, y'all, y'all don't know Max and Ruby. You don't know Max and Ruby. I do know Max and did Ruby. Did you watch Max and Ruby or did, did Eli watch Max and Ruby? I don't remember who did, but I remember it. Okay, because I watched Max and Ruby because Dylan and Emily watched Max I think Max I must have been in a, I don't know if it was Eli or if it was somebody else, but I didn't And then I it. had to watch, what was the show that I had to watch? I had to watch Little Einsteins. Remember that one, too? I remember that. With my other siblings, but I did not watch it with the older ones. The Magic School Bus? That was our generation. Yeah. What about... Um, Building all the science guy? What about uh, Between the Lions? Between the Lions. that one? And then there was one... And I cannot remember. It was on PBS. Chris is so confused. I know. No, I'm not saying anything because I'm not going to date myself. It was it was on PBS, and it was he's like a, they, he's over here watching Saved by the Bell. And it was like, <laughs> and it was like they were in a library, and they went on all these adventures and stuff. I remember. Then there was the show where it was about. It wasn't on PBS, but it was about the pills, like the Anatomy Sam. Is that what it was called? No, you're, that was a movie. 
that they was, made a that show was a movie too. first. They made yeah, a show that was too. um uh, oh gosh. Osmosis Jones. Yes, Osmosis that Jones. That was a movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was. And then um the other That thing, was Chris Rock. The other thing I wanted to bring up Chris that, Rock that was is Osmosis true. Jones. The other thing I wanted to bring up is that Arthur, the art of art, you know Arthur. Okay, thank you. Um it actually aired. <laughs> Chris Chris shook his head. Yes. Do you know him or no? I, I, yes, I'm sitting here thinking. But are you brain being, pop. Like, do not, you not intimately know? No, but like you know what I'm talking about. I've heard about this. So uh, Arthur actually was he uh, like a bear? He's an aardvark. No, that's bear yeah, in the big okay. blue house. He's wearing like a red. Did he wear a red. He wore yeah, a yellow that's sweater. Yeah. Okay. When <laughs> the no. <laughs> You know who I'm talking about. You're thinking like Winnie the anyway. Pooh mixed with an aardvark <laughs> or something. So Arthur actually premiered their last episode. They're the longest public television uh, show to ever be on, and they aired their last episode. It was really cool. I think I may have talked about it on another episode, but it was really cool because it got it went back to the beginning. So it's at the end, it's them all as adults. Um, and they're like, oh, hey, show us your graphic novel that you're working on. And Arthur shows them oh, and it's the cool. Arthur book. So Sweet. that was a really cool kind of way to restart it. Um, yeah. And DW becomes a cop, by the way, if you wanted to know. So of she's the she one does. giving tickets out. Um, my favorite is <laughs> Arthur was uh, was a good show, but he was such a savage. I, there's so many memes about Arthur. Yeah. But <laughs> there was one time. When I sell you. There was a <laughs> There was one. Th- this is a children's show, by the way, for like little kids. Okay, and there was one time where this th- one of his friends wanted to come over to his house, and they're like inviting themselves over, like a lot of us did. We'd be like, "Hey, can I come over?" And the, she asks if she can, and Arthur looks at her. He goes, "Why don't you go back to your own house and get your own friends?" And that's literally <laughs> how he said it. And like, I don't know why. And, and there then, was one where they're doing a race yes, or something. Yes, and, like, and it's a siblings race. And, and <laughs> he tells the sibling, "You're, I'll be, I will be an only child when I sell you." No. So what happens is, is that she, this girl, asks Arthur if no, she asked D.W. If um, she can do this like three legged race with her, and DW was like thinking like sure, but then Arthur comes up is like it's a siblings only race and you're an only child, and that's when the line where you said can you repeat it again? I'll sell you or something. Yeah, like that? so he's yeah. like so when she was, she likes DW starts like arguing with him and he's like I'll I'll make you an only child and I'll sell you or something like that. When I sell you. When yeah. I sell you yeah. and then he like pulls her away. It's hilarious to me how like stuff like that when we were kids was like so true. And that was the same. There's a lot of complaints about that show Caillou. Do you remember that I show? I remember that show. Do you remember that show? <laughs> I didn't Chris watch it. It's like but... the grown up Caillou. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm pulling up the picture. I'm sorry, Chris. So the reason parents did not like Caillou was because he was a very like whiny child that just like yeah yeah, yeah and and like it caused kids to really like disobey their parents and stuff. And that actually get, that actually gets me back to a point that we talked about a couple episodes. Ep- ep- excuse me. Hello, I just had a stroke. Episodes ago, and that is the movie Turning Red. And I actually. So um, we're going to look at the adult version, the child version of Chris, which is Caillou. (laughs) We have so much fun in the studio. (laughs) I won't won't commentate on what just happened. I 
I forgot. Hey, that I was for, like right. me last week. I forgot what Caillou looks like. Grant pulled it up, showed it to Chris. Did you hear just like, anyway, he says Chris is like Caillou, and then I saw the comparison. It's little, little, it's literally. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my goodness. The Tennessee oh. State bird has been let loose in the studio. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. And so, he's my boss for the next many years. That was amazing. <laughs> okay. That's going to be in the office. Hey, you, yeah, you need to post a picture of Caillou, like, on his door or something. <laughs> it's going to happen. And that was Grant's last day at work. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, come on. You no, can, you you can dish wa- it. You better take it. So I finally got to watch that Turning Red movie, which was the controversial Pixar movie that we talked about a couple weeks ago on the show. Um, I will say this movie is not made for kids under the age of 10. It's just not. like, And Pixar should have put out a statement with that, but it's whatever. Um, it is also not a boys movie, for sure, because it does talk about girls and periods and a relationship between a mother and daughter. Is and that where the name came from? Turning red? Yeah. No. Oh. It's because she turns into a red panda. Oh. Because it's a family. It's a I f- think the the parallels are quite easy to draw though. Yeah. Yes. But it's a it is a family curse. If you don't want to know, then you can skip forward. But this is your fair warning. Spoiler warning. Um it's a family curse that the the girl in the movie um so her mom is Asian, her dad is Canadian, and it is a curse in her mom's family that all the women in her mom's family, um, when they get to a certain age, turn into a red panda, because of it was a it was an ancient it was a ancient uh, Asian battle that this princess turned into this panda because that is what protected their land and that's how she protected her husband and her family. And there is a ritual that you have to go through to contain your panda. And everybody who does it has a piece of jewelry that contains their panda or whatever. So it contains their anger and stuff. I see it more as it contains, like, your hormones and your angriness that you can't control. It's how I see it. It's not It's not saying that, but it never came out and said that. But that's how I see it. So have you guys watched, um, it's not Big Mouth. They have these, uh, it's a, it's an animated cartoon. It has hormone monsters. Yeah, that's Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's oh, a new was... show that is based around the hormone monsters. That's great. It, it is great. Like, <laughs> yeah, we blew through it the other night. It is awesome. It follows all the hormone monsters back at their <laughs> office. Their hormone office. <laughs> the ho- the horma- horma- office? Horma- office. Their horm office. Horm office. That's that's a good little. You like that, didn't you? Literation there. I like that. But in the beginning, it does show there is there is a very um, I wouldn't call it a stereotype just because it's not, um, but that's the only word that I can think of to describe it. But but stereotypically, Asian mothers are a lot more protective over their daughters. Um, and that's overprotection becomes almost embarrassing, and that's what happens in this movie is that the main character turns into a panda. The mom thinks that it is now time for her to start her cycle for the first time. And so she runs to school and the mom is outside like, I have pads and tampons and all these things for you, dear. And like it's in front of everybody. Um, The end message of the movie is really powerful. I really liked it uh, because I had a situation in my life where when I was between the ages of like, probably 11 and 13, my mom and I absolutely, absolutely hated each other. Like we just, we did not have a good relationship and we hated each other and we lied to each other. And it was just, it was not good. It was so bad. And I went through a really bad situation, um, in which my mom could relate to me with. And 
after going through this bad situation and being punished a lot. Um, and by punish, I mean like grounded. This is the only time in my life I ever got grounded or ever got like in trouble. And, um, after that, my mom and I are literally best friends. Like I talk to her probably every other day. I don't talk to her enough anymore. Um, just cause I actually like have a job and it's not just like, Oh, I'm going to call my mom cause I have nothing else to do. Um, but Jess knows like my mom and I are our best friends, even though we still be bicker and fight and we, you know, pick at each other, but that's every mother daughter relationship. And that's what happens in this film. It shows a very, very good mother daughter relationship that, yeah, there's going to be times when your kid, if you're a parent, um, and when your child is getting into high school and you can probably relate to this, Chris, although you are obviously male and you have a son, but you know, he is getting to the age when he turns 17, 18, that, you know, He's going to want to go off and do his own things. And you have to let go as a parent and like loosen the leash a little bit. And that's what this film touches on. Um, and I, I really liked it. I liked the ending. I didn't necessarily, I think the story could have been written differently without all the controversial, you know, period and menstrual cycle stuff. Um, I think Disney should have put out a warning. Pixar should have about that and said, Hey, you know, this film is not suitable for, you know, kids under 10. If they don't want to watch it or pay, we would highly recommend parents watch it before. Um, we had a cousin that she has young children. She has a five-year-old and a mm. one-year-old. And yeah. she said she didn't read anything about it. And she just kind of was working on her stuff while she let her daughter watch it. Luckily, the five-year-old, not luckily, but the five-year-old didn't really understand what was going on. Um, but she's like, you know, I read after I showed it to them that, you know, she's like, I wasn't really paying attention to it, but that there's all this controversial stuff in it. And I can understand as a parent, you know, there is a time when you have a daughter that you have to talk to her about certain things. The same with a son, but it's a little bit different just because of, you know, you, we have to go through menstrual cycles and it freaking sucks all the time. But I could see if, you know, if you have an eight year old that you haven't really wanted to have that discussion with yet and they watch this movie and now they're like, what's a tampon? What's a pad? Like, I get that. But also it was only in the movie for like 20 seconds. Yeah. I, I, I can see where it could be controversial just as far as, you know, showing younger kids or the parents not being prepared to have that conversation. It almost feels more like of an annoyance than it is I a, agree. a controversy. Cause I, I agree. you know, that's not necessarily a controversial topic, you know, yeah. controversial topic is people disagree about it. That's not a disagreeable I topic. Agree. This is just something that parents weren't prepared for. So yeah, I, I can see about how maybe they could have warned a little bit better on it, but you know, what are they going to, what are they going to say? You yeah. Know? warning we talk about periods in this movie i just think i just think putting something out of like you know this film talks about teenage you know is follows a teenager and it's following was it rated e or i believe it was rated it was either rated g or pg i believe it's pg PG. then that's what that should have been the clue is what that's there for yeah i know you know you get so g and then pg yeah if it's a g movie then it needs to be a g movie if it's pg you know but, it um, probably would not be PG-13. We are not going to talk about this subject that I'm going to bring up. Okay, We're going to talk about it next time so I can do some more research. But just so people have something to look forward to, not look forward to, but to know what we're going to talk about in our next episode, um, is that there is, a the, for the first time um, in a Pixar slash Disney movie, there will be a main couple of the movie that are a part of LGBTQ 
Uh, both the same gender, I believe, is what it is. This is why I don't want to talk about it yet because I don't have all the information. Um, it was brought to my attention by a friend of ours a couple days ago. Um, and it's just that obviously is causing controversy um, to many people. Um, it, do we know or is it just a rumor? No, like- we know. It's it's happening. Um, okay. Pixar announced it. There has been, there have been a, there was a lesbian couple in Finding Dory. Um, they were in the background and they were seen kissing. Um, and holding hands, and then there was a uh, kiss between. There were humans, right? Yes. Okay. I was yeah, about not to say, fish. Sorry. How do we determine that? Um, <laughs> I was like, wait. I was actually. I don't remember like, lesbian fish. Sorry, and my bad. Finding Dory. I thought that. Um, that was my bad. I was. I was picturing the scene as. You know, yeah, I, no, was, I just I didn't even notice then, it. I guess so. I wish um, I could even describe to you guys though the image that came. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking <laughs> it, to like identify what a lesbian fish looks like <laughs> versus a regular, you know, yeah, non-lesbian yeah, fish. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, and then I do know. Don't assume their gender, Chris. I do know that Disney also they had the first um, uh, LGBTQ kiss in Star Wars. Uh, the the whatever the last one was called. Skywalker, the rise of Skywalker. What? Um, yep, it is when they come back um, from the rebels, come back uh, victorious after some battle, and there are two people, two women in the background that hug and then they kiss, and they were the first. Okay, hold on a second. They were the first like, lesbian kiss in a Disney movie. Th- th- hold on. Okay, look, you know, <sighs> does that not just sound cheap to you? Like, I didn't even know that happened. So you would you would think to have the first, you know, whatever lesbian kiss or 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 lesbian couple in a in an animated movie or in a in a feature film, it's in the background. You had to tell me that I would have never even known well, because you I have would, to slowly bring that into people who I watch would, Disney. Yeah, well, that and I would say it wasn't like it was in the background. It was the characters moved and they were out of the frame and then they showed it. So they were there, but by the time that the characters had moved out of frame, that was your center of attention. Okay. Well, you know, in, in my opinion, are you either going to go all the way or you're not? You know, if, you, if, if you're afraid about your market, then uh, I guess here's the thing, right? Are they taking a stance or are they not taking a stance? Yeah, are they going to want to... I guess there isn't a middle ground somewhere to shove it versus just shoving it in your face because we know how well that works um, with other controversial topics. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's interesting I'll have thought, more information you know. the next podcast so we can have more of a full discussion about it. But it's I have to put it together. Podcast, yeah. So, but that's all I have. That's all we got. Well, thank you very much You're for bringing this so episode welcome. of Pop Culture. Pop culture with Chloe. Yeah. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in on this another episode of Still Love You Bro. I'm Chris at stilloveyabro.com. Jess at stillloveyabro.com. Chloe at stillloveyabro.com. And Jess's name is J E S S E. Yes. For all those who actually send me email, don't send it to the wrong place. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Be kind to each other. We love you. See you next time. See you then. No. Grant hit stop. Oh, oh yeah. You are still a producer, technically. We're done. At least we got two weeks. I do like the. Yeah, your part, your part-time producer, part-time megaphone, Grant.